Hi, this is Emily. And this is Maddie. And this is Spill the Mead. Spill it, find mead. Spill it. Bitch. The pot, the tea is sexy. Yeah, it? Uh, yeah it it's, is. it's hot in that way. It's hot. Babe, it's hot. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, okay. So today's episode is on <laughs> a guy yeah. named John Wilmot, which sounds like so unassuming, right? Like our boy John Wilmot. John Wilmot does not sound like he's dirty. Yes, like the second Earl of Rochester, you know, Ooh. like he's very... Yeah, very no, like that him. sounds prim and proper. Honestly, like John Wilmot just sounds like boring like he just sounds like a just a eh, dude God, doesn't he though he is referred to as the Red- restoration's filthiest poet god yeah so John. this one surprise him <laughs> this surprise one is like a sexy trigger warning <gasps> um just because like i guess not like not really like a trigger warning but just like it's not going to trigger you but like if you get easily offended by raunchy stuff maybe yeah, yeah. and like explicit language but hey listen this is this is going to be a two parter um, and the first part is just going to be kind of going through his life because it's wild. Yay. And then part two, we're going to read some poems. Hell yeah. Of his. And they're they're lengthy and that's where it gets real raunchy. <laughs> so you'll be, you'll be okay through this first part probably. Yay. But um, yeah. It's, it, okay. Yeah. Here we go. Let's go. Let's do John it. John Wilmot. So uh, he was born on April 1st <gasps> in 1647. Aries. He cool. is an Aries. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Uh, uh, the, the fire sign energy <laughs> here is crazy. So his father's name was Henry, and he was a staunch monarchist. And the king right now is King Charles II of England. And so, uh, like, his dad was such good friends with the king that, like, this worked out for John awesome. in the long yeah. run. Because King Charles is going to, like, pay back all of the favors that his dad did by setting up this whole peerage, made him the first Earl. Damn. So So he's going to be the second Earl. Mm -hmm. There he goes, you know? So his father, like, was close to the king. Um, Here's a reason why. His father was known for his military service to Charles II, while Charles II was in exile. He's got, he's got like his own story going on. Okay. Well, Um, yeah. yeah. This is relevant because like, while he was in exile, (laughs) like, his John's father was described as, quote, a cavalier legend, a dashing bon vivant and war hero who single handedly engineered Charles II's escape to the continent after a disastrous battle of Worcester. Like he like saved his life and like smuggled him out. Oh my God. There was like some famous concealment in an oak tree or something. What? It was like a whole fucking thing. And so, Whoa. yeah, like his his dad did that, and so the king's like, "You're an earl now, Abby." Yeah, and so people You'd... say that like John inherited his dad's like liveliness, his vivaciousness. You know, <laughs> he got that. So just uh, in kind of a different way. Yeah, um, he grew up in like this plush comfort, just like basking in like the warmth of the royal sunshine and approval. You know, his dad love. That's his, everything I want for myself. Right, like his mm-hmm. dad, like saved the king's life. Yeah, he's doing well right now. Um, he's got a mom too, and uh, her name is Anne Saint John. All right, and she is intimidating AF. This stubborn Puritan. 
Oh. She is like so puritive. Like she is one of like she is going to encourage his boldness for sure because uh-huh. she ain't like backing down. Yeah, so that thing. make that's gonna make him, I'm guessing, stubborn too. Yeah, like, like it either makes you very passive or also very stubborn. He There's for no in sure like doesn't give a fuck. He's gonna do Love. what he gonna do. I feel like Mama's not gonna approve with whatever he's going to do in his oh adulthood. Wow, no. Um, yeah. But I will say that she doesn't give up on him. She's oh, there the whole time. Oh, mama. Yeah. Okay. And her name's Anne, right? Her name's Anne. What, what a strong Puritan woman name. Yeah. She, I, she's probably just like at the altar praying for his immortal soul oh, yeah. like during his whole life. Because oh, yeah. again, John, he really, my guy. Yeah. Holy shit. So he was gunning for hell. Same, my guy. And it's like starting right now. Like, so he's 11. And his dad dies. No! Yeah. Like, pretty suddenly. Oh, no. And so now he's like an earl. <gasps> and he's 11. And he is now the second earl of Rochester. And it starts now. Like, his, like, in- infamous reputation. Woof. Okay. Right fucking now. Wh- yeah. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. That so, young. Um, he's a he's a new earl now. Mm-hmm. And so he gains admittance to Wadham College at Oxford. Good for him. You would think. Here's the thing. Not at this time. Because Wadham was, and I'm so sorry if I'm saying that wrong, England. Um, But it was like a really new school and a poorer school. So it's like the party school. Hell yeah. Yeah. Like, because like we hear Oxford and we're like, oh. Oh, Oxford. Congrats. Yeah. No, he's like, he's not in that Oxford. He's over at Wadham. Like just. Wadham. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Okay. All right. (laughs) Yeah. I see you, buddy. Still sounds pretty fun. Yeah. He do. I'm still proud of you. (laughs) He do be at a party school. Yeah. And he like shows up and figures that out. And soon enough, historians say that this 13 year old grew debauched like he's off the wall already don't love that it's too young a 13 was when he hired his first prostitute and announced to everyone that he is now an atheist so Anne is just over there down with the second part i am really curious to see how you're gonna feel about him yeah yeah he's a lot because right now i just feel bad for him he needs for what it's worth and like we will get into this like here in a little bit, but just to just for context, this whole restoration period is kind of like this. Like okay. it's real. Like so again, we're gonna talk about it a little bit, but like it's real sexual, real real cray, real like okay. like satires and stuff. Like it's Ooh. a it's a lot. Yeah, Ooh, it sounds a little fun. Yes. So um, it's here our little Earl enters his party boy face. Okay. So he did get some school done. Good. Uh-huh. So, um, in September... out. Yep. In um, September of 1661, that is one year after he arrived there, um, he was awarded an honorary master's degree by the new chancellor of the university, who happened to be a family friend. So, I dug, because I'm like, honorary, honorary? master's degree, yeah. <laughs> Just like how celebrities have, like, honorary degrees, <laughs> yeah, like, and honorary it's like... doctorates, like, get fucked. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, oh fuck I can't that. that. You didn't yeah. do goddamn shit. That that's... makes me so mad. Yeah. Listen, talking to you, Kanye. Oh, uh, yep. That's exactly what I was But, um, so I looked into it. I'm like, wait, did they just, like, hand him this degree? But, no. So, at the oh. time, the main point of this, and I 
you know, this is what the sources I found said. It was pretty much just to, like, grant membership to, like, the university, like, okay. Oxford University. Okay. All right. So he seemed like he completed, like, the bachelor degree requirements in this okay. year. Like, it was just set up differently. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, his grades probably weren't great because he, you know... He was wilding. Yeah, he had other things going on. He was, he he was, was acting over. Up. He was acting up. He was drinking all the mead. He was drinking all the everything. And he, you know, but hey, he got that uh, Master's of Arts. You know, he could be a work hard, play hard kind of guy. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, he's, so he's still working hard. He's maybe. also kind of set up here because he's the king's pet. Like, the king and his dad were so tight. Yeah. His dad suddenly died. Here's this love. He's like a nephew to the king. Oh, yeah. yeah. He he does become, like, almost like a father figure a little bit. You know? Yeah. Um, And so, like, in memory of, you know, John's late father, he gives him, he gives John this pension of 500 British pounds per year. Okay. So he do, he's doing good. Mm-hmm. And then he's going to send him on this three-year grand tour of France and Italy. And this tour was, like, all the rage for boys this age. Okay. Like, all of, like, the nobles who were anything. Yeah. Like, all the boys are going on this three-year... Three-year... European <laughs> continent trip tour. to France oh and Italy in the later 1600s. So they're seeing stuff. Like, Ooh. the exposure. Again, they're around, like, 13, 14, 15, like, they, off doing this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. And he's, like, already hiring prostitutes. Like, he's going to get around. He's going to catch yeah, some he shit. He went to Wadham College. He's a Wadham boy. Yeah. So, like, whoa. He's going to catch some STIs, babes. He's, like, funded by the king. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so, he goes on this three-year grand tour, and then he comes back to London and now he is making his formal debut at the Restoration Court mm. on Christmas Day as the Earl of Rochester. I'm probably going to switch and call him Rochester now. Okay. that's kind of what everything is saying. Mm-hmm. So he's there. He's at court and everyone's like, Earl of Rochester, John Wilmont, blah, blah. And he like comes in or whatever. And now he's at court in England and it's on. Mm-hmm. And so, like I said, the king kind of took on a paternal role. Um, so you're going to see a trend of forgiveness and leniency uh, throughout this. Um, he's, he's, a spoiler alert, our boy is going to get exiled, like, several times. Um, (laughs) no! Yeah, and he's going to come back. Um, there's a movie about this. Um, it's called The Libertine. And it's on Hulu, and Johnny Depp plays John Mulder. Love. Uh Oh, love. And um, actually, there is, like, so many big... Samantha Morton, who plays Catherine um, de' Medici. Oh, my God. Is, like, one of his love interests in it. And she's like, oh, yeah, no, I love it. Oh, my God. John, is it Milkovich? Malkovich. Do you know who I'm talking I about? I never know celebrities. Oh, God. Well, so th- bad you would know his face. He plays the king. Anyway, it's great. Oh. And, like, the whole movie, like, opens up with, like, King Charles, like, fucking just, like, going through the turmoil that is governing England at yeah. the late 1600s. And he's, like, talking all this politics. And all of a sudden, he's like, when did I exile John again? And they're like, about a year ago, sir. And he's like, okay, bring him back now. Like, it's like this one, you know, and that's kind of like how it went. Oh my God. So he's there now and he's like, okay, I'm going to try to set you up. 
Yeah. Um, because you just got back from your three-year uh, yeah. trip with the boys. So he's like 17 now, I'm guessing? That's that's what the math ish. is telling yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's up, he's up in there. Yeah, we have not made it to 20s yet. Okay, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. He's, about he's in his late teens yeah. now. So um, he's fucking broke. Like... He's unsupervised. They're just out there, wild and doing whatever the fuck they he want. Has yeah, his this is concerning. Pounds, like, yeah, blah. he's spending it all. Oh yeah, he was broke before the trip, but oh. but so like the five hundreds really coming in clutch because his yeah. dad was losing. I mean, he passed right, right. And so there was debts to be paid. Yeah. Like when an earl dies, uh-huh. you know, and so he kind of lost some lands that were, you oh. know, he was getting income from that, and so he's not in a good. And then he's off yeah. in Italy and France, yeah, doing God knows, and so. It, that's not good because noble families with daughters are like we don't want you broke yeah no. yeah. The, yeah i can't trust you to take care of my daughter on the words of cardi b broke boys don't deserve no pussy i know that's right <laughs> it, she's listen <laughs> yeah she's talking about this, this time instance. period <laughs> yeah and i get it like, i get it like hello. because you're you can't just be like oh it's fine like if he's poor she'll just go get a job that's not how it works you nope. you need to find someone who's gonna take care of your girl that's the thing and boy can't take care of your girl no he cannot and yeah. and King Charles is just like aiming for the fucking moon and he's like how about Elizabeth Mallet she's like this heiress she's beautiful like absolute fucking drop yeah. dead heartthrob the actress who i think she's the mom in pride and prejudice <gasps> mm-hmm. a Love. lot of people from pride and prejudice are in it actually Love. i was looking at like the cast list yeah you should watch it uh, uh, uh. Um, no i want to so bad though. yeah yeah uh, young johnny depp it was Ooh. in 2004 so you're getting 2004 johnny depp and like 16 Ooh. period. Yeah. Clothing. yeah Ooh. like mm-hmm. everything i love off, off the walls yeah um however the king was like trying He's like, listen, you're an heiress. You're really rich. He's in poverty, but he's an earl. Yeah, you be See, she doesn't have a title, mm-hmm. and he doesn't have money, but she doesn't need his money. Yes, and so, so this kind of works. And he out. just got here, like if yeah. you know, with some funds under, maybe he could, you know. Exactly. Like, there's hope. Yeah. There's for sure hope for him to be making money in the future. Blank slate. The king likes him. Like, come on. It's looking promising. Yeah. Like, on paper, honestly, it kind of seemed like a good match. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And um, so... It's mutually beneficial. Yeah. And so the king's like, all right, bro. Like, you got the ring. Let's go. And he's like, yep, here I go. And he's like, Elizabeth Mallet, will you marry me? And she's like, no. Oh. No. No. Yeah. And the nose boop. (laughs) No. Um, Her family was like, no. Like, he's broke. Like, we're the mallets, man. Like, this, God, our daughter is a total dime piece. Like, jewel of the court. And, like, you want to pair us with this guy? Yeah. Like, no. Come on. Yeah. Like, we could maybe find someone for her that also has money and a title. Right. Has both. Yeah, has both. Like, that's. Not only is she rich, but she's also hot. Yeah. So, like, this is... Like, like this is They're shooting for the stars here. This is not fine. to the chip to bargain with here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Elizabeth. So, um, John goes home to his mama, Anne, and is like, she said no. And his mom's like, oh, bet. They fucking come up with this whole ass plan on how they're going to correct this wrong. 
Uh, right. Oh, mm-hmm. oh no, I, I don't, so, don't like it. So to tell this to tell this story, I found a contemporary source, a contemporary source who was there, um, a Samuel Pepys. <laughs> um, I'm I hope that's it. P e p y s Pepys Pepys Pepys. I don't know. Adorable. I love it here for Samuel. It's so cute. Um, he is going to write about this in his diary, May 1665. Okay. And, um, it is the story of the attempted abduction of Elizabeth Mallet. Sorry? Mm-hmm. Him and his mom planned a whole ass kidnapping attempt and they fucking did it. So. Oh my God. On the 28th of May in 1665, uh, Samuel Pepys, Pepys, Peppers, whatever, writes... Quote, a story of my Lord Rochester's running away on Friday night last with Mrs. Mallet, a great beauty and fortune of the North. God, it's a, a great beauty and fortune, a fortune of the North. Of, like, that's on. what I want to right? be called. We live yeah. in Idaho. Like, we can be the fortunes <gasps> of the North. We can. I'm uh, poor, but, like, I'm, I'll work on it. We're co-empresses. We're co-empresses. We're fortunes of the North. Yes. Anyway, back to the quote. Sorry. I mean, come on. But come on. Okay. <clears throat> Uh, anyways, great beauty and fortune of the North who had supped at Whitehall with Mrs. Stewart and was going home to her lodgings with her grandfather, oh. my Lord Haley, by coach. Okay. And was at Charing Cross, seized on by both horse and footman and forcibly taken from him, her grandfather, and thrown into a coach with six horses and two women provided in there to receive her and carried her away. Oh my God! They like, even had like, here's your... from her she grandfather like, who's like kicking and what screaming the fuck yeah. yeah and like they throw this coach door open there's two ladies in there like come <laughs> on yeah. here we go <laughs> let's fix your hair yeah, seriously because you know it's all messed up from you being kidnapped kidnapped yeah, yeah like oh my god um this did not go on long don't worry okay okay so back to our quote here okay um upon immediate pursuit <laughs> okay. My Lord Rochester, for whom the king had spoken to the lady often, but with no success. <laughs> she turned She didn't up. like him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he was taken at Uxbridge. So they, they stopped him at like a bridge. They're like, hey, fucking, we're taking you. You kidnapped her. What the hell are you doing? <laughs> he said, but the lady is not yet heard of. She okay. was fine. But they found John Wilmot. They're like, bro. Okay. Uh, the king, mighty angry... And sent the Lord to the tower. So he fucking is oh, like, bro. He's getting punished. Yeah. Oh, he's 18. I have it in here. Go, Maddie. Okay, so just yeah. like that 18-year-old John Walmart, second Earl of Rochester, is in the fucking tower of London for literally kidnapping a girl that yeah. was like, no, I'm not going to marry you. It's giving Gaston. I was, okay, so like the toxic part of me is kind of like, well, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> She wasn't hurt. So from the tower, um, John's like, oh, God, okay, I've been in here for three weeks. I guess I'm, like, going to say sorry. And so he writes a note to the king um, saying that he's sorry that he did that. And the king's like, "Eh, I mean, like, she wasn't hurt. He did it because he loved her. And so, yeah, you can come out of the tower now. So three weeks in the tower. He's out. There was his first little... There's your little slap on the wrist for you. Little slap on the wrist. And he goes back to court. 
and it's just <laughs> and people are like party time yeah God, okay. no yeah no he just goes right back into it he is living the life with his boys all the same age they were called the ballers or the merry gang the they ballers? were called the what year is it? They were called the ballers because they were partiers, and at this time parties were balls, and they went to like balls, and they partied. I fucking am. I say it like baller all the time, you know. Like yeah. I like use that word yeah. still. I am obsessed. That was such like a oh my god. That slang was so big in like probably what a what, middle school. Yeah, yeah, for me, yeah. Oh my god! I know I never grew out of it. Yeah, now I love that word again. I don't think I've ever used it. They're called the fucking ballers since that time, but now I think I will. Yeah, because I love it now. So these ballers and this merry gang were like (laughs) funny, witty. They could drink and party, and the king kind of kept them around. You know, it's a frat. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) The king like kept them around for like entertaining, you know, all the guests and that kind of thing. Because they're fun and they're charismatic and they they amp up a party quite a bit. Yeah, they're keeping up with everyone. They're keeping the energy. Oh yeah, you're gonna have a fun story to tell after going to a party with them. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. This like little aristocratic group of good time guys like pretty much like terrorized London with like for years just like with their rowdiness, just like fucking off. They're frat. They're frat. Um, some more fun vocab associated with John Wilma and, and his boys um, was a restoration rake. And so the word rake is short <gasps> for rake hell. Okay. I have Googled this before because it was used so often in Bridgerton. I was like, what the fuck is a rake? Yeah. Oh, my like, God. You're off raking around. I was like, yeah. what are you talking a about? And so hell. I Googled it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's a hellraiser pretty much. Yeah. Like a rake hell. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, the rakes like that. This? Yeah. yeah. Um, These are rakes. Yep. It usually refers to a man who loves wine, women, and song. Um, at this time. God, yeah. like, sign me up. I am a the man. Seven- <laughs> right? No, the 17th century, like, restoration period were just, like, drooling for this type of man. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Like, He's ways. a player. Yeah. Yep. Like, it kind of started to mean, like, devilishly handsome, mm-hmm. dissolute, you know, like, John, John Wilmot, it's him. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Um, the Duke in the first season of Bridgerton. Yeah. He's a rake. He's out raking he, around. Yeah, he likes wine, women, and song, and he is fine. And he is mad at his dead daddy. But. Oh, so dude can hold a grudge like no other. Can, I can't. But I'm not a grudge holder. I, I didn't get it. That whole season, I was like, what you doing? Yeah, I, I know. Yeah, he, he was killing me. I am a grudge holder, and I was still like, dude, you, this is all about you with this. That's the thing, is you're only hurting yourself. Yeah, like, Why are you doing this? It. Yeah. Like, just come on. Daphne's hot. Okay, anyways, so um, another term is, like I mentioned earlier, libertine. So this, again, was especially a man who behaves without moral principles or sense of responsibility, especially in sexual matters. So libertine and sexual matters hand in hand. Okay. Um, you know, they're kind of free thinkers. Yeah. They're, they're not really going with the traditional opinions of religion or any of that. Sure. They're just, you know, they're, they're, they're here for a good time, not a yeah. long time. <laughs> so he's back at court. He's out of the tower. Mm-hmm. Um, he kidnapped a, someone, you know, mm-hmm. that's all water under the bridge. And so he's like, I should probably like redeem myself somehow. Um, I volunteer for the Navy. Because there's, like, a second Dutch war going on. Okay. Right now. Yep. Um, and 
the king's like, okay, yeah, you're going to go be in the Navy and serve under the Earl of Sandwich. And so he does. <laughs> yeah. Like, that, yeah. Oh my gosh. Should, for lunch today, should we get Earl of Sandwich? There's one down the street. I've never been there. Me either. Oh my God. We should. We should go. Like, we have a podcast. Oh my God. Let's do it. Let's get Earl of Sandwich for lunch. We need to, like, get business cards and just. We sure do. Be like, like, you know why we're here? Because we just learned about the Earl of Sandwich. Yeah. So, and you got business from that. So, can we get business from you? And they're like, listen, it's a fucking holiday. I hate you. (laughs) Get out of here. Get out. (laughs) Um, Yeah. No, should though. Earl of Sandwich. Mm -hmm. So, that's who he's working for. So, he's, like, good. He's good at it. Um, he, his courage at, uh, one particular battle, he was like serving on a, on one of the ships and he was like declared a war hero. He's like in his war hero era. Damn. I know. Which is a little hot. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's no. just, I mean, is. John, um, he's a he, rake. He's raking the seven seas. Yeah. Now he's, he's raking across the seas. Jesus. So Charles was like, oh my God. Good job, man. Like, you did so good at war that I'm going to appoint you a gentleman of my bedchamber. What the fuck does that mean? Oh, that is, like, some prestigious shit. Um, They've been, they were, like, around in Henry VIII's time, too. Like, these gentlemen, they are, like, close, close to the king. So, I'm gonna tell you what this means. It sounds sexy, but I I have a feeling it's not. No, they're servants. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so what this means is uh, he gets prime lodgings in Whitehall Palace. Hell yeah. His pension now goes up to a thousand pounds a year. Hell yeah. And one... Doubled. Yep, yep. So once, one week out of every four weeks, so like a week out of the month, he's the one helping the king get dressed and undressed. Like he's the one serving him his meals, like when he's dining alone. Um, he all, He's like guarding the bed chamber when the king's like, hey, I need privacy. He's out there being like, you guys get the fuck back. Like mm-hmm. he's not taking people right now. You're like providing companionship. You're bouncing ideas off of him. You're the one sleeping at the foot of his bed if he needs something at night. Yeah. Like this, and I mean, there's only four people, like four weeks in the month. Like this is really important. It's really important, but like, hell yeah, you're only working for one week. And if you like him, like, you're just hanging out with your buddy. You're hanging out with your buddy. Like, you're working hard, but still, not the worst job ever. Like, this is Sounds like like easier than being a mom. Yeah, like, you're like an attendant on the king, like, in a very personal, other than like, which I don't know if they had a groom of the stool at this time, but they did in the Tudor times. And he Mm -hmm. was the one, like, literally in the bathroom with you, like, helping, like, wipe her. Like, they were, like, the close, close, closest. Oh, my God. Yeah. Look it up. But, like, other than that, it was these guys, you know? Like, they're very, you know, personal. Uh So that's what he's doing. And he does that. Yeah. Um, Then, you know, summer rolls around. This was happening in the winter. Summer rolls around, and he goes back out to sea. He's still in the Navy, you know? (laughs) Um, He's serving abroad uh, under a different captain now. And again, he's... This is what he's doing. This is his role in the Navy, Mm -hmm. okay? There is a whole ass war going on. And, ah, God, so back then... There's no radios or any way to communicate. You Uh know, they're not like throwing paper airplanes back and forth. No, they're sending people out in little fucking dinghies, like under cannon fire, under a whole ass wars, like all of these ships going on to like their own ships passing like messages to commanders and stuff. Oh my God. And like, that's what our man's doing. Yeah. Which like, wow. Like, that's just, again, 
on the website, I know I say this all the time, but like on the website where I got this part from, it was just like, yep. And then, you know, he would like deliver messages between vessels under heavy cannon fire. It's like, no, that's like that a big deal. Fucking that's terrifying. Insane, like all of like the debris in the water, like the, you're on the open ocean, like water's rolling everywhere. Things are on fire. Cannonballs yeah. are flying. Like, that's so scary. That, that is so fucking scary. Yeah. And like how intense. Yeah. That's what he did. He did a good job. He lived. Mm-hmm. So there's, there, there's his war hero. Um, Damn. Good job, buddy. Yep. So he comes back from sea. God, Charles is probably thinking, like, there's so much hope. Like, he has so so much much potential. Yes. And, like, Mm -hmm. so, you know, and he's feeling that way, too. He's feeling good. He's like, I did this to redeem myself for the kidnapping. I feel that I have done that. Some time has passed. I am home from sea. Like, I'm back at court. Where is Elizabeth Mallet? I want to talk to her. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. I literally was about to ask, like, but what happened to Elizabeth? Yeah, no, but, she's okay. just been there. Okay, um, doing her thing. Yeah, I don't know what she's a doing. A rich, hot heiress. Yeah, if she's me, she's sitting there reflecting on the whole thing, being like, but wait, will anyone ever love me like that? <laughs> like again? that again? Yeah. To where they'd and be like, like kidnapping? Where they're willing to, like, literally take me hostage in the name of love. Yeah, <laughs> like, listen. Yeah, Elizabeth might be a Pisces because she totally forgave him, which, like, Again, I get it. Stay toxic. Yeah, I'm yeah. here for Elizabeth. <laughs> yeah. Um. So her family's still like, what the fuck? Don't talk to him. Yeah. Ew. Like, but she's like, I like the attention. No, she's this like, this was listen. fun. Yeah. Yeah. Like, would you like, how often do people go this far? Not that often. Yeah. And listen, here's the thing. I don't care what you say because I'm running away with him and we're getting married. And they, whoa, were, yeah, ran away, eloped. They're married now. And that's like their love oh, story. Love at first kidnap. Love at first felony. Love at first felony. It's so sweet. Um, so they uh, get married in January of 1667. Um, okay. Yep. Uh, they end up having four children. Good for them. Um, yep. Um, it, it, here's their names. Damn just because. Four, yeah. Uh, Lady Anne. Cute. Um, Charles. After his mom. Mm-hmm. And uh, Charles. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cute. After, yeah, after the king. Cute. Um, and then Lady Elizabeth. Beautiful. And after Mama? Was it Mom Elizabeth? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Jeffy, cute. Yeah. Okay. And then, um, and then the first one was Anne after his mom. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And then um, the last one was Lady Mallet Wilmot. She only lived for like a couple years. So there, that's... Um, Baby. You know, Lady Mallet Wilmot. That's like, so cute. Like, did you... Was her first name gonna be like Mallet? Like, yeah. for her last name? Like, was that your plan? Or yeah. was that just like kind of what they did? I don't right, know. Right, yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so like they end up having four kids though. Um, do we think that he was a good husband? No. No. He's a rake. God, yeah. yeah. Oh, just for life, though. Uh, he had, like, so many lovers. And he, he did the thing, um, because, you know, like, Elizabeth and the kids and all that are, like, kind of out in the country at his home. And when he would go out there, he was good. You okay, know, yeah. he was there. Um, not in the movie. In the movie, they kind of swapped it. So be aware oh. of that. Yeah, listen to me. Weird. Not the movie, yeah. Artistic yeah. license, I don't know. Yeah. But um, no, like, it, from what I found, when he would go out there, he would, like, be there. You know? Yeah, like, he, he was present. That. He was he had nice to her. Yeah. Yeah, like, clearly they have four kids. So, yeah. Like, you know. They're getting along well enough to have four kids. Yeah, but then he would, like, go back to London at court and just, like, fuck off. You know? Um, yeah. So he had, like, so many lovers. The f- most famous one... And, like, the most just, like, in everyone's face one was a teenage actress named Nell Gwynn. 
Okay. Yep. Um, she's later going to be Charles's mistress. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But these sloppy seconds are going to work out for John, like, okay. really well. Right. Um, Because they're going to, like, stay friends forever. Like, oh. Nell and John, like, they had their thing. It went on for, like, a while. Um, But they stay friends for life because, I mean, now she's the king's mistress and, like, I can't fuck you when the king is. Yeah, no. The, yep, that yep. makes sense. And so he was just like, okay. Okay, done. Yeah, but I'll find someone else. Yep. See you later. And, um, but her relationship with the king, like, kind of helped his standing and influence like within the court and stuff because she kind of always had his back a little bit oh and, he, and like, like the king likes her and she likes yeah, him yeah, and like she's, yeah she's got that whole mistress and in, in his ear thing yeah you know? uh-huh. and so that will end up working out in his favor and they yeah. do stay friends for like the rest of his life her life i don't Beautiful. know okay. yeah okay that's so, great yeah, so you know there's that um, so he is, for most of his adult life in his 20s now, he's going to divide his time between, like, the country living and then those seedy temptations in London. Mm. Um, most of the time, debauchery is going to win, man. Like, he just can't yeah. say no. One of his contemporaries, like, one of his friends said, this is one of, like, a, a, like a quote that comes up all the time when you look up John Wilmot, like, from mm-hmm. his friend, and it said... For five years together, he was continually drunk, which led him to do many wild and unaccountable things. And people did say, like, for five years, drunk. And they did a good job of that in the movie, because literally every fucking scene, Johnny Depp has, like, a thing. No matter how fucked up, like, hungover, how, like, shit he looks, he has, like, a fucking thing oh of alcohol that's just, like, guzzling it down. Jesus. And, like... That sounds like my nightmare. Yeah, literally, like, wake up the next morning before you have a chance to even feel bad, just at it again. Like, for five uh, years, that's what he's doing. Uh, that makes at home, sick. at court, everywhere. He is, like, an alcoholic. Um, and he makes not great choices sometimes. Yeah. So another... When you're continuously drunk for five years. For probably... Five years. For five years. Yeah, you're probably not going to make a lot of great choices. With all your friends, you know, like, a guy in his early 20s, like, Mm -hmm. this isn't great. Um, so another diary record, I love a diary record, um, tells... (laughs) Tells the time, like, so this happened. Okay. Um, and how many other things happened, you know, that yeah. we don't have diary entries for, right? Yeah. But someone tells a time about um, a party uh, that, that Rochester was at. The king was there. The Dutch ambassador, remember, we are at war uh-huh. with the Dutch. So, like, the Dutch ambassador is at this dinner. And then one of the other ballers, Mary, Mary, mm-hmm. Mary Manns. Oh, it was like lightheartedly, this guy said, diary guy said lightheartedly, like kind of poking fun at John. Because they did that. Yeah. Again, this whole time John's oh, writing poetry like and stuff. It's satire. Very, like, yeah, it's yeah. a little bro relationship. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently he took something too far because John got fucking pissed and like punched this guy in the ear <gasps> specifically. Everything said in the ear. Like, ow. Yeah. Ow, ow, so ow, like ow, just, ow, ow, that's like important. Like he like cauliflowered this guy's ear. Fuck. Yeah. Um, and so the king's there, the Dutch guy, like, and this is happening. Yeah, and now this isn't, like, fun rowdy anymore. No. This is just rowdy rowdy. This is just rowdy. You're making the king look bad. He invited you to this dinner. Yeah, this is embarrassing. Like, Like, I gotta banish you. Like, this is, you got, I gotta, like, exile you for this. For a punch. All right. Well, fair. Okay. Yeah, right. Fine. Um, he called back for him a little bit. He, like, went away, called back for him. I mean, it is, like, 
just a punch. Like, yeah. this is... He probably, like, in the moment in front of the ambassador, you know, was, He needed like, to, like, put his... Yeah, yeah, he needed to, like, put his foot down. Yeah, like, so, yeah. you know, John goes away for a little bit. The, the king calls for him to come back, and he does. Um, and then he, like, he's going back to the ladies now. Yeah. Um, yeah, so his whole shtick was rather than, like go for, like, the women of the court and stuff and, like, kind of, you know, like, mm-hmm. bang those ladies. No, his thing was, like, how many women of the night? Like, he was a numbers guy. All about the numbers. Like, he was just seeing how many, you know? Yeah. Um. So he literally bragged about how many, quote, whores he's done in how many different ways, like, all around London, all around everywhere. Congrats, but you, like, paid... Yeah. I don't know if that's anything to brag about. I don't know, man. Um, I don't... I, like, got it. Yeah, because you've got to pay him. I was going to say, like, well, I don't know if you're, like, that high up. But no, he's going to whorehouses and stuff. He's paying yeah. him. Yeah, he's paying like, He's paying The madam's like, you're not fucking leaving. Yeah, exactly. we get our money. Yeah. And, yeah. Because I'm getting a cut of this. So, yeah. yeah. Like, this is how it works mm-hmm. here. So, I mean, yeah, that's that's what he's doing. Uh, there's rumors going around that he's having some flings with men as well. Um, we'll see. He alludes to that in some poems, too, later. Okay. He doesn't care. He's just... I, he's he's just horny as shit. He is raking. He's raking he's around. Raking. So um, we are up to 1673 in um, Rochester, our guy, John. Now he's going to start training an actress named Elizabeth Berry. A lot of Elizabeths. Yeah. Um. She's young, you know, like, he's going to start, like, training her. He's writing, like, plays and stuff as well. He's, mm-hmm. like, kind of in the theater crowd, so this isn't, like, crazy. Um, he trains her. She's going to go on to be, like, the most famous actress of her age. Whoa. Like, yeah, she's, like, big, big. Yeah. She, like, blows up. So he took her as his mistress after two years of training her. So they made it two years. Got, okay. some, got some stuff done. Yeah. Um, their relationship's going to last for around five years. Damn. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, she has his daughter. Wow. Yeah, they're, like, in it. Oh, yeah. Sorry, yeah. wife. I know. I know. She's just back at home. Yeah. Um, but Elizabeth you know, Barry is in London being an actress and this, yeah. it's just history. Swallow yeah, the swallow This, the this is like just very typical, I feel like. Yeah. No, yeah. Swallow the ick. Swallow a lot of things. And <laughs> I didn't mean that super dirty. <laughs> I didn't mean that swallow sexy. a lot of things. But like this is kind of the episode for that. Yeah. And all kinds of things are being swallowed. Yeah. And <laughs> expelled. And <laughs> lapped up, I'm sure. <laughs> Um, okay, so their relationship lasted about five years, but listen, she was really, really good. Okay. And she, like, blew up. She got famous. All right. And he couldn't fucking handle it. <gasps> yeah. Hate that. He was so jealous. Hate it. Hate jelly, it. Jelly, jelly donut. Hate it. He couldn't handle it. So Ooh. are you ready? That's so, oh. For a little sample of his writing, finally. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, because... She is his literal side piece. Yeah. But he can't handle handle it, right? So here so here it is. With what face can I incline to damn you to only be mine? Live up to thy mighty mind and be the mistress of mankind. So pretty much saying like wow, um, like, no one else can look... Fine, like, if you're gonna do this, like, go be everyone's mistress then. Like, yeah. if everyone's just gonna look no, at you. No, that's so... It gives me the ick so hard. Like, he's so bitter. And, like, I'm... Did you not want her 
Right, you wanted her to be good, yeah. But then, like, everyone else was noticing her, and he's like, fine, fucking go then. Yeah. Like, got all weird about it. He was definitely speaking out of hurt because he had once written about her, quote, with her, he had a happy minute of his life, end quote. So he, like, really was in it with her. It's just like. But if you really loved her, you'd want her to succeed. You would want her to succeed. This is so toxic. This is so. so, Ugh. You are reeking of insecurity, and I hate it. No. I know. I know. So. It's, it's, we're, we're, he's going to get back in trouble here. Okay. Uh, you know, yeah, his, I mean, it's bound to happen. Yeah. He's mad at Elizabeth. She's too good at stuff. Like, yeah. you know, and so, uh, one of the other King's advisors who was a personal friend of his fell out of favor okay. for whatever reason. And so that's not helping. So he's kind of already like riding the line, you know, yeah. for having friends in, in low places. Yeah. But everything gets so much worse <laughs> when at Christmas time at Whitehall that year, um, John Wilmot makes an error in which messages he's sending to who. <gasps> so ooh, ooh. he accidentally yeah. delivers a satire <gasps> written about the king to the fucking king. And it's criticizing him for being obsessed with sex at the expense of his kingdom. Like, it's not nice. And he accidentally sends that one to the king instead of who it was intended for. He swapped him. So the king gets this. We're going to read it in part two. It's it's raunch. It's raunchy. Oh, shit. And, like, Charles' reaction to this whole thing resulted in yet another exile. Mm -hmm. He's like, you know what? Go away until February. What the fuck is this? Like, I did like, uh, sure, I say, sh- like, th- b- shut up, dude. Like, whatever. Also, like, you fucking hypocrite. You fucking hypocrite. Yeah. Um, and again, we're going to read the poem in part two, so you're going to get to hear it all. Oh. And, like, just picture the king's face when he's like, oh, I wonder what John said to me, you know? And uh, it just goes in. Oh, my God. And it's, again, it's... What really- a fucking dum-dum. Yeah. No. Dude. How do you not triple check that? Right? Bro. The king. Yeah. It wasn't even just, like, a friend that you were criticizing. It's the, the king. king. who gives you everything. Yes. Like, oh, my God. So he sends him away. Um, and while he's away... Uh, because he's not not like in jail or anything. He's just like at his own estate. Yeah. You know, away for a while. And he's writing um, poems, plays, all, this, all kinds of fun ick, stuff. All kinds of ick we get to swallow in part two. Uh, he's also kind of writing the king, being like, hi, can I come back now? Like, sorry about that. But it was funny, you gotta admit. And the king's like, fine, yeah, come back. Because this is just their <laughs> he relationship. Just, yeah. So he not just, only that, help it. He comes back and he's like, "I'm also gonna like appoint you the ranger of Woodstock Park." I don't know. Like, here's a park. I did. All right, go off, King. Yeah. <laughs> so he he's now has another title on there, but he's back on his fucking bullshit because okay, yeah. he can't stop. So in June, again, he was banished from court until February. And in June of the same goddamn year, you guys, this is, if you thought the other fuck-ups were it, mm-hmm. nope, this is the fuck-up. This is worse than the kidnapping, honestly, because, like, at least he kind of knew her and right, stuff. Yeah. She wasn't hurt. They caught him immediately. Yeah. Oh, God. So, something happens. I don't know what. He goes into some fucking rant about something, and it sends him into this rage. And he gets, like, fucking pissed off. Yeah. And he, this rage lasts 
while he makes his way back to Whitehall Palace and he goes oh, no. to the palace. No. Oh, and he God. goes into the Privy Garden. And in this Privy Garden, like Privy meaning private, these are the king's private gardens, there is this sundial. And this sundial is like the king's prized possession. It's like one of those astrological, you know, like this thing is like something to behold. And it's like sitting in the movie. They had it looking like a fountain almost. Okay. Sitting in the court. Um, I'll try to find an actual picture of it. But um, well, I mean, you know, an actual drawing. Yeah. You know, a recreation or whatever. Yeah. A depiction. Right. Just to give you an idea. It's like it was something that was sitting on the ground. Okay. Um. Yeah, the king loves this thing. Uh, he shows it off. This is like a really high technology at the time. Oh, John. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Next to this, um, I'm not sure how, like, next to, like, if it's on it somewhere, but regardless, somewhere next to or on the sundial is a painting of the king as well. And he's holding, like, a scepter. Okay. Scepters can look a little phallic, yes? Yeah. Okay. So, um, guess what? I have a contemporary source. Uh, from a diary entry from someone who saw this, and it says this, Lord Rochester, in a frolic after a rant, did beat down the dial, which stood in the middle of the Privy Garden, which was esteemed as the rarest in all of Europe. So he goes over and starts destroying the sundial. Beats it down. Yeah, like is beating the shit out of this thing. And to make it worse, because he can't... He, he just has to run his fucking mouth, man. Mm-hmm. Like, he can't... It is just a chronic problem that he has. He says what the what the fuck ever and offends yeah. people all over the place. So to make it worse, he says this, and people heard this. What? To the king's portrait, right? Like, so... Oh, king okay. portrait next to this clock that he just destroyed. King's holding this phallic-looking sculpture. Stop sculptor. biting the hand that feeds you, my guy. Because mm-hmm. I know it's not going to be nice. Yep. And he's probably drunk. And he says, what? Dost thou stand here to fuck time? Dash, they fell to work. Saying, like, oh, fucking no oh, wonder this God. thing doesn't work. You're yeah. Saying, like, John! Shut up. Yep. Stop biting the hand that feeds you. Um, he knew he fucked up this time so he banishes his damn self oh good he just like flees court he's yeah like fuck, 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 like fuck, when fuck, my fuck, son fuck, puts fuck. himself in timeout yeah he's been in timeout like one time ever and ever since then he's like no i'll put myself in timeout oh yeah <laughs> yes that is what he that's what he did he's like what he's maybe saying. this is what i need to do yeah, yeah. and like, and like yeah fuck shit dude yeah like Again, those who knew him said, this is another direct quote, that the Earl of Rochester was unable to express any feeling without oaths and obscenities. Like, he can't do it. He is not very emotionally intelligent. No, he doesn't know he, how to handle his emotions. And, and he's, he's drunk all the fucking he's time. He's drunk all the time. And he just got a filthy mouth. Again, yeah. wait until you hear these poems. They're a lot. <sighs> um, Which, like, I appreciate that part of it. But, like, yeah, I, I know. Not, to, not to be a dick. Don't use those words to be a dick. Yeah, no, I know. So he leaves court. He eventually comes back. But don't worry. He's going to fall out of favor again very shortly. And this, this is it for the record. This is the last straw. Okay. Okay. So he comes back to court um, on, his, on his bullshit with his boys. They out partying. And one night, a scuffle breaks out with the ballers, the merry men, mm-hmm. and the night watch. And one of Rochester's friends gets, like, killed. Like, he gets piked, like, (gasps) speared. Yeah. 
oh, that's horrific. No, I know. Like, this little scuffle breaks out. Like, his friend literally gets impaled and stabbed right next to him. And he fucking runs. He runs. Um, Everyone runs, but he runs. He leaves his friend there to die. And that's that. Um, Which is fucking lame, John. And everyone agreed. Like, everyone was like, fucking coward. Oh, yeah. He was like... The king was appalled. Everyone. Like, what a fucking coward. Like, what are you fucking doing? Oh, my God. Um, so he, like, pieces out. He goes to, like, Tower Hill area. Like, East London, like, okay, area. Yeah. He's going to stay there. Um, well, he fled to Tower Hill first, which which seemed like an odd choice to me. But maybe it was something different at this time. My tutor mind is like, Oh, gotcha. Huh, yeah. You know? Um, but he's going to stay gone for, for a bit. Like, he's going to stay, like, in East London, maintaining a low profile. Um, are you fucking ready for his low profile that he maintains? It doesn't end, you guys. Um, so, Dr. Alexander Bendo, um, is an Italian doctor. It's also John fucking Wilmot, because he is now impersonating this doctor, Um, who is, again, okay, so before I go into this, everyone, again, really think about everything that went into this con. Yeah. Okay? So, our libertine sex-crazed John is, of course, going to be a lady doctor, an Italian lady doctor, right? Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. He has skill in treating barrenness and other gynecological disorders. Shut the fuck up. He's so annoying. No, I know. He's so fucking annoying. That's uh, so annoying. No, I know. And as you can imagine, like, some of these, like, ladies' husbands and stuff. Because, again, he's in East London. Like, this isn't necessarily all, like, noble ladies. Like, they, they don't necessarily recognize him, you know? Yeah. And so some of the husbands were like, I don't know, man. I don't know if I want you doing that. Don't worry! Because sometimes he would be Mrs. Bindo. He would full-blown, like... Portray, like dress up as a woman and pretend to so then he could like really like get in there and inspect all of these fucking girls with oh it needs no, I know. no I know. um oh so my God. John. Yeah. no john dude Jesus what are Christ. you doing so another contemporary source wrote that his practice was quote not without success Meaning that he just, like, slept with, with these people. He oh got them pregnant. God. It wasn't their husbands. There are so many people out there related to John Wilmot. Like, oh, so yeah. Many. Yeah. So, so But many. then if they trace their lineage back, they would not know. Yep. And he just described it as, like, he was a secret sperm donor. That's just, like, what he was telling them. And they the, he charmed his way into it, and it worked. Oh, my God. That's just, like, what he's doing while he's yeah. not at court. Oh, yeah. And then these husbands are like, oh, my gosh, he did it. Like... He made them not yeah. barren anymore. When in reality, it was just like the husband was bar- the one who was barren. Right. Yeah. And like she just kept this. And she I just guess. like slept with her doctor. Cool, cool, yeah. Cool, 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 so cool. you know, there's it that. was like manipulated into sleeping with her doctor. Like so. he started cool, a cool, whole cool, fucking cool, cool, cool. practice, John. He is an earl. <laughs> like no titles were taken from him. Yeah. This he is, is a literal earl of doing this weird shit. This is insane yeah so um now it's giving um frank abagnale from catch me if you can oh i don't know it have you not seen it Mm-mm. okay i don't know like it's based on a true story where this guy starting at age like 15 
he conned his way into being a pilot. He flew, he flew like thousands and thousands and thousands of miles. Yeah, for free because he had conned his way into being a pilot. He um, conned, he like stole like $4 million with like fake checks. Oh my God. Um, He conned his way into being a doctor. He conned his way into being a lawyer. What? He was a genius. Yeah. He was like a genius con artist. I was going to say like, God, think of if he applied this to... He did. So he went to prison. Oh. And they were like, well, we'll let you out early if you help the FBI like find other people who are like into fraud, you know, who are doing fraudulent things. And so that was like his job. He like kind of freelance for banks and shit after that, like helping them make sure that they weren't being stolen from. And he like lives a normal life. Like he's married and has kids and stuff. He like lives a normal life now. He just had like this stint from like 15 to 25 where he was just like (laughs) a doctor, a lawyer, like, wow it's wild it's fucking crazy that god like how much people can like accomplish in a lifetime you know oh my gosh it's really crazy and you have to like con artists are shitty but like you gotta be smart to do do. it no i know like he had to have enough charm yeah and enough charisma to like get himself by yeah doing this yeah like yeah, no, it's, I know. it's wild. Without, like, John had to. Without, like, getting caught or given up or anything, because yeah. he doesn't. Yeah. But, God. Yeah. So he, God, live fast, die young is like John mm-hmm. Wilmot because he's 33 and he's not doing good. He's like dying. Oh my God. Well, yeah, he's been drunk for like yeah, so much. He's been time. drunk. Um, it's, uh, so, and he probably has so many STDs, STIs. Like, oh God. He's just got to be. So it's so disputed. Gross. Like, historians, some say it's, it was tertiary syphilis. I'm telling ya. Uh huh. Some also, say gonorrhea. Some say other venereal diseases. I say it's syphilis because we haven't heard from syphilis in a while. We haven't haven't mentioned syphilis in a while. I'm pulling for syphilis. How are you doing syphilis? It's been a while. Syphilis, hey, how's it going? (laughs) There's also these rumors. The movie uh, took it and ran with it too when they put it in there. But there were rumors that he like attended parliament with like his nose like rotting off or no nose or something. That's syphilis syphilis shit. That is zombie syphilis. Yep. Some people say it was alcoholism. Some say a combo. I'm for sure saying most sources said alcohol and syphilis. Um, yeah, hi. But Listen he has to everything. our zombie syphilis episode. This yeah. it, it was our only mini sode that we ever did. And like, listen to that because it's it, it. your nose falls off. Your nose falls off. Mm-hmm. And John's losing a nose at 33. Oh, um, yeah, there is like one historian out there who like argues like, no, he died of kidney failure or Bright's disease or whatever, which like, okay, okay there's fine. that. Just, I don't know. I don't know there. anything. Sure. Um, yeah, I don't know. But like, so there's what everyone thinks that he died of. Um, okay. I'm going with like the being drunk for five years and like, a, not just syphilis, just everything. Everything. Like, just I think it's it. probably a combination of a lot of All of it. Yep. So here comes Mama Anne. Oh, she's back. I forgot. She's alive. I forgot she's again. Back. He is 33. Yeah. And so Mom's she's not like, that old. <laughs> no. She's, she's like, like in her 50s. He's dying. Yeah. Um, and I'm a Puritan. And oh, oh my God, yeah. he is going to like the lowest depths of hell. Oh, yeah. Again, his poems have circulated like this isn't good. And so she's like, I have to do something like to save my God. His soul. Yeah. Because yeah. again, like for context, like. She really believes that like his soul is in danger. Yeah, you know? like, no, that would is, concern like, you. Real... That is your son. Oh yeah, you like, don't she's want your just... son like 
yeah, having damnation anywhere, yeah, yeah like forever, no, for eternity, eternal damnation no. for your own child. And no, thank so you. she's like calling up like religious associates, particularly oh. a guy named Gilbert Burnett. Uh, he's gonna go on to be the Bishop of Salisbury, so he's like a big oh yeah, you know, help him, Gilbert. Yeah, she's like get in there and talk to him. He's dying. Yeah, um, I'll tell you the way they made Johnny Depp look at the end of this movie is so oh they did such a good job. Ugh. It's fucking vile. Ugh. Oh, it's so gross. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, so he. There's final deathbed gossip because this whole thing ends in a big, what happened? So before part two, I'm going to leave you with what do you think kind of question. Oh. So here's the final deathbed gossip. Because, I mean, he's dying. So it's said that on his deathbed in front of Burnett that he rejected his libertine ways and converted back to Christianity. Now, here he asked for all of his writings to be yep. burned, get rid of all of that. That was awful. Oh, my God. Like, this is a painful death. He's not yes. doing good. Yes, yes, know. yes. I already have, like, a pretty strong opinion, but mm-hmm. continue. You're, okay, this will probably sway that. Oh. Um, so this whole encounter after he passed on was published by Reverend Burnett. Oh. Mm-hmm. So now the question is, did he? Okay. Was Burnett like trying to make himself look good? One more thing before I let you go, because this might also sway your opinion. Yes. I On the other the hand, there is a fellow named Graham, Graham Green. Graham Green. And he has a whole biography on John Wilmot. Like, he is, like, a biographer of his. Graham Green. Graham Green does. Graham Green. Yeah. Graham Green does. Graham Green. Graham Green. Um, Love that name, Graham Green. Graham Green. <laughs> he so is a biographer of John Wilmot. And he calls Burnett's book convincing. And this is, like, John Wilmot's biographer, one of them. And he read the Reverend's book and is like, no, that sounds... Yeah, okay. Legit. Sure, sure, sure. So, yeah, I'm going to be okay. again. Okay, no, I, was, I, from the beginning, every step of the way, still... Well, that he absolutely did convert. I don't think he was genuine in it. Yeah. However, he's a fucking coward. Yeah. And so I think he'd be like, oh, God, oh, God, what have I done? What have I done? And so he's like, oh, I better convert just in case. Like, I don't think he genuinely changed his beliefs, but I think he said he did. Yep. Just to hope that he wouldn't go to hell. And dying's crazy. Like, you know, like, in and out. Like, you know, he's Mm -hmm. probably, like, seeing stuff. Like, I... yeah. yeah, I think it's, like, really likely that he could have done it, too. Like, yeah. again, as that last-ditch effort, his mom's sitting there, and there's no one around. The movie had Elizabeth being there, his wife oh. being there. Oh, wow. Um, okay. Had him not saying any of this, and had his mom out there burning all of his shit, like, on her oh, own volition. Oh, yeah. Which, again, could have happened. I can yeah. see that, too. Yeah. Um, and he was just, like, <laughs> till he died kind of thing. Oh, I you do, guys didn't see my I, two middle fingers in the air when I said, <laughs> uh, Anytime but, Maddie makes the noise, <laughs> Yeah, or me. <laughs> we are doing middle fingers. Yeah, yeah. Our tongues out, our fingers in the air. Just <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, I love that energy. That energy is honestly kind of admirable and likable. That like, no, you stand by your bullshit. Right. Like, at least stand by your bullshit. But no, he's a coward. We he's know this coward, now. Yeah. And so no, I think that he would have been like, oh god, no, mom, save me. Like, yeah. yeah. Yep. I think like he. Yeah. I, I agree with you. 
What do you think, honeybees? Tell us. On yeah. Media. Ooh, I do want to know. Land, what people I know. Think like, because... do you guys think he did or didn't? Because again, I could see him not doing it too, and I could see this yeah. reverend because he goes on oh, to yeah. become the bishop of oh, Salisbury. Yeah. So no, he's he, clearly he's got every reason. He has every reason to make that up. Yeah. yeah. However, if it really did happen, why would you not tell people? Oh, about you that? absolutely should. Yeah, that would yeah. be your claim to fame. Like John <laughs> Wilmot, fucking that wreck of a man. Yeah, I brought so, him around. Yeah. Love. I love history. Either way, um, it said that after hearing uh, Burnett's like departure from his side right before he died, his last words were, has my friend left me? Then I shall die shortly. Which again, who knows? Yeah. But either way, the early morning of July 26th, 1680, he died without a shudder or sound. Just slipped away. Uh, he was buried in Oxfordshire, and after his death, his poetry was published in his name. Mm-hmm. Um, stuffy Victorians are going to find a lot of those and censor mm-hmm. them or get rid of them or whatever, oh, but some oh. do survive. And to get you excited for part two, I have a little short one for you. Ooh! So, it's, so King Charles outlives him. Okay. Right. Um, most people do because he's 33. Yeah. So um, before that, he wrote a mock epitaph for him. <gasps> yeah. Because this was one of those, like, the, the libertine group and stuff. It was one of those, like, almost like a jester or fool where, like, you can get away with saying shit yeah, to yeah. the king as long as you don't take it too far. Uh-huh. And, yep. like, there's a fine line. Yeah. So, um, and the king did respond to this when he heard it, too. Uh, so here is what he wrote uh, for the king, his father figure, who uh, banished him, brought him back, gave him everything forever. Yep. Um, we have a pretty witty king whose word no man relies on. He never said a foolish thing and never did a wise one. To which the king responded, <laughs> yeah, my words are my own, but my actions are my ministers. So like, <laughs> and my middle finger was up again. Yeah. yeah. So fuck off. Yeah. yeah. So... And, like, that was, like, he said it, like, to the king's face. Yeah. Yeah, he did that. He, I mean, that, I, it's not the worst thing. Like, I could see it being at, like, you know, modern day, like, roast. Yeah, yeah, Kind of thing. Right, Like, where the king's like, oh, but you little dick. Yeah, Yeah, you're such a little dick. Exactly. Mm -hmm. But, um... Oh my god. Part two is explicit. Haven't even heard the raunchy ones yet. No. Just the offense some offensive shit, but not not raunchy. No. And it's... not even offensive to me, just offensive to other people. Yeah, yeah no, now, no. Now, now the we're next gonna get one, real. we're gonna do three poems. And yeah, we're gonna talk about them. Fuck yeah. So join us for that. Um if But you right like. now, join us for a fresh cut. Do it. Bye. Okay, now it's time for a fresh cup, and this is, like, <laughs> my favorite fresh cup ever. That's not true. Carrot Boy was the best mm-hmm. ever, um, which is on our Patreon if is, you guys want to listen to it. Is this up there with Carrot Boy and Rita Malone? It's just satisfying. I love Rita Malone. It's not, like, hilarious. It's okay. just, like, satisfying. Ooh, okay. Yeah, because, oh, okay. All right. I'm just going to tell you. It's really short, too. All right. Um, sometimes I randomly think about the time a girl posted in this girl's only Facebook group I'm in telling everyone how she broke up with her boyfriend and he lied saying that he lost the spare key she gave him to her apartment only then to break into her apartment when she wasn't home and steal the cat they'd adopted while they were together. Oh God. But then he denied having done this and she didn't have proof that he took the cat since he wouldn't let her come into his place and look for it. Oh God, no. And then another girl in the Facebook group saw this post 
<gasps> and she knew the ex-boyfriend. Oh! And she's like, girl, I used to hook up with your mans back in 20-whatever. And I still have his number. If you want, I'll hit him up and oh get my him God. to invite me back to his place and see if your cat's there. Oh, my God. And OP was like, bet. Oh, my God. <laughs> so this woman... This is Hit the female up. friendship that I'm here for. Yes. I'm here for all of it. But I like, love women. I know. Look it's at us so go. Beautiful. Women supporting women. Yes. Um, Weaponize your body. <laughs> girls. Get for in that there. cat. Yeah. For the actual cat. Use your cat to get that cat. Yeah. She's still getting it. <laughs> yeah. Like, wow. So the woman hit him up, asked him out for drinks. Went home with him, slept with him. Yeah, nice. Woke girl. up in the middle of the night and yeah. took the cat. Took the fucking cat. This poor cat is like, what, what is, is my happening? life right now? Yeah, he's a child of divorce. <laughs> no, this is really rough. Yeah, um, like she had only said that she would confirm if the cat was there, but then she took it upon herself to <laughs> steal this woman's cat back. The sex was that bad. She's, She's like, like, I can't let you stay here. Yeah, yeah you have to go. <laughs> like, she full-on Trojan horsed this man and then hit up the home girl. like, I got the gr- goods where you want to meet. Where you want to meet. And then two of them posted a photo of them together with the cat to the group. And the last line of this is, I just think women supporting women is so beautiful. It is! <laughs> I love that so much. Oh my god. Oh, and it was voted. It's not even on Am I the Asshole. It's on Traumatize Them Back, but it was voted Justified Asshole. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is an asshole move, and you absolutely should have done that. Ugh, because, like, how long did it take him to, like, realize, like, she fucking my came cat. in Sometimes here and slept like, with me and took my cat. Took I wonder if she knows. Like, but he can't prove it either. Her. Yeah. No, you know? That's the thing. And then now I'm sure the ex-girlfriend has like her locks changed so he can't come back oh, yeah. to get the cat again. Fuck no, you can't come into my house and look for it. Bye. No. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> Sucks yeah. to suck. Yeah. Oh God, I love that one. Okay. Yeah. That was fun. All right. Love you guys. Bye. Oh, wait, sorry. I shouldn't have, I should have opened this and then pressed record.